We All right. We Back out again. here. We in this. Uh, almost to the end, right? I know. Yeah, we're pretty close. Oh, no, we're we got more like than two halfway. weeks left. Yeah, but aren't there... Oh, yeah, I guess we're like halfway. We're like, we're like directly in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this is uh, the October series of Crime Culture, where Spooked we're doing over. two episodes a week. Like clip, Deli, it's going to hate me. That's fine. Um, it's fine. You know yeah. what? He's got to earn his keep. Yeah, it's um, true. Yeah. So if you haven't I'm listened to all to of our episodes this month, you should go back and listen to them because we've covered some really cool topics. We got a bunch. Yeah. And this is a good uh, spooky one for Halloween. And a lot of people might be this uh, character for Halloween. And everyone ignore, ignore my voice because I'm just getting over a sinus infection. No! So, <laughs> yeah, I thought I, I, thought I uh, dodged a bullet because Elliot had a very bad sinus infection. And uh, we went away for the weekend. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I dodged it. I didn't get it. And then as we were like packing the car to leave, I had like scratchy throat. And I was like, no, no. That's, so, the, that's the fucking worst. Yeah, so... Um, yeah michael's been our, sick yeah that I've was been popping last airborne Friday. like candy <clears throat> yeah that so. sucks it's okay um well, you'll make it yeah i believe in you so this week you will see we are talking well this episode this week you will see we're talking about zombies and this topic is close to my heart because um in high school uh, we had an English class my senior year. We had an English class that like you had this whole big list of um, topics that you could pick from to write essays about. And my mm-hmm. very last essay that I wrote was a comparison essay, and it was between fast zombies versus slow zombies. I would expect nothing less from you. Yeah, that was the last essay I ever wrote for high school. So I believe that I couldn't find the essay. I was very sad. Um, but. I have some notes that I remember from it. So I have a very strong stance on this. So to start, pretty much just to, to paint the broadest brush, Max Brooks, who is the author of classic zombie works, including World War Z and the Zombie Survival Guide, which most people will know of, maintains that zombies are the scariest of all horror monsters, saying, quote, all other monsters try to destroy individual humans. Zombies come after the entire human race. I quote. concur. Yeah. Um, the modern zombie, as we know, it was basically invented by George A. Romero for his 1986 classic, Night of the Living Dead, which oh. everyone should know of. And if you haven't seen it, you can go on YouTube right now and watch it because it is public domain now because they. Oh, shit. Yeah. They didn't get the, uh, they didn't get, like, relicensed for it. I don't, I don't know what the, the exact term. Yeah. Should have been faster, Romero. Should have yeah. been a fast zombie. So you can, <laughs> you can, uh, like, stream it pretty much anywhere. It's on, like, all platforms for free. Um, if you want to, like, host, like, a, a big movie event and, like, charge admission, you can keep everything. You don't need to, like, pay a licensing fee for the movie or something. Oh, that's um, great. I'm not going to watch it, but that's great. <laughs> it's actually fantastic. It's not yeah. too, too scary because mm. there wasn't um, the effects that we have now in 1968, but, um, uh, but it is 
it's still very good. I love that movie. Um, but I'm still afraid of it. I, I yeah, well, yeah, everyone knows you're new. afraid of everything. Nothing new. <clears throat> so Romero says that he wanted a monster that didn't have a clear origin and would basically symbolize the end of the world. That's the character yeah. that he was kind of going for. Yeah. So today we can classify zombies into two major categories, and that would be fast zombies and slow zombies. And each have their own loyal fan bases and different origins in pop culture. So I'm going to start with slow zombies. And slow zombies are described in detail by Max Brooks in the Zombie Survival Guide. And in a basic sense, they are um, technically dead predators who are totally independent from uh, physiological needs of any kind. They feel no pain. They need nothing to fuel their bodies. They require only an intact brain to exist. So like if you've seen um, The Walking Dead, there's a zombie in the very, very, very beginning, like first episode, they called the bike girl that it's bike girl bike girl like bicycle she, yeah because she was okay. uh next to a bike or something or or andrew lincoln falls off the bike i don't remember uh, i just I watched the first didn't episode know if you were saying bike girl like she bit people no. so i wasn't sure so i was like wait bike uh <laughs> it's basically the upper torso of of a person and she like drags okay. herself across the ground with just like her hands oh yeah oh so i don't um, like that yeah anyone who knows zombie movies will know that like you need to shoot the brain and like that's the only way that they go down um the one zombie movie i've seen is zombie land it scared the fuck out of me but i will never not remember double tap yes i'll talk about zombie land later on <laughs> um they got a sequel coming out i i'm so fucking excited <laughs> um yeah all right it, it'll be coming out the weekend that this episode comes out actually it'll be coming oh, out like shit. this comes out on thursday i think and the movie comes out on friday maybe i don't know i'm not gonna see it i am but anyway i think it's probably for the best that i don't see it. <laughs> so while these slow zombies do eat their prey they don't need to as their digestive sim- system is inoperable um fair they were almost they're almost totally without intellect or reasoning skills. According to the Zombie Survival Guide, only a quarter of them can actually figure out how to use a ladder. So they're kind of dumb. So if stupid. You, yeah, if you climb something, chances are you can get away. Um, okay. And as they are named, their top speed is lower than a normal human's calm stride. And as mentioned earlier, they're extremely durable and they're able to survive and hunt for years, like I said, if they are not... Um, like killed through brain destruction so as long as their brain's intact they can exist as a disembodied head yeah that sounds about right yeah so uh yeah anyone who's like that's not scary i can like tip one over and run away like why should i be afraid of a slow zombie well Probably the scariest thing about slow zombies is it's not the individual because they have no individual identity, but they get their power from a membership in a group. It's mm-hmm. easy to kill one, but a horde of a thousand could be overwhelming. Not here for it. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Like I said, if you've seen The Walking Dead, like that's kind of what they were dealing with, like herds of zombies. <clears throat> so basically the original pop culture slow zombies of today are the personification of death and the unknown 
Outside generations of varying socio-political commentaries, the undead have, from one perspective, always symbolized death's creeping inevitability, possibly the most primal fear that we can connect to with, uh, regardless of cultural differences. Like, everybody, every culture is afraid of death, pretty much. Even the cultures that, like, embrace it, they're embracing it out of almost a fear of the unknown. Okay. So that's like that's what zombies are personifying. Like I think all um mythic monsters, like horror monsters kind of personify different fears that everybody has and it's like a manifestation of those fears. And um zombies is the one that like I think most people can identify with. Okay. Um additionally, uh, what a better more natural relatable vehicle for the concept of the plague because they often refer to the zombie apocalypse as a plague of sorts. So be it viral, fungal, bacterial, radiation, supernatural, or even aliens, the base concept of if it gets you, you become them, it works, no matter what you're talking about. Um, The simple but cruelly brilliant psychological warfare of infected loved ones as a deterrent against necessary measures to eliminate the threat reflects actual history of families forced to quarantine or kill and bury their own. Like That's the fair. black yeah, like the black death's reduction of the world population by an estimated twenty five million from thirteen forty seven to thirteen fifty one. It's one of the most infamous examples um not lost on privileged first world civilizations. So every type of person in that time experienced the Black Plague. It wasn't just uh one subset of the society at that point like rich people were dying poor people were dying people in the middle were dying yeah so that's kind of what uh a zombie apocalypse would feel like it's it's everyone's threat not a not just like the poor like right like i don't have to deal with don't care how rich you are no exactly so the original slow zombies might seem like a Hollywood creation, but the idea has very real history. And sorry about that. The idea of zombies has been around as early as history can tell. And I got a lot of this information in this section from a documentary that I watched that there it's like parts of it are available on YouTube. It's called um, where is it? It was made by the History Channel, and it's called Zombies, A Living History. And I'll link it on the website, but just know that the link I post stops about, like, an hour through and doesn't pick back up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right. But it, it talks about kind of, like, the history of like where zombies come from. So, um, in one of the world's oldest known texts, the Epic of Gilgamesh, Ishtar says, I love quote, Gilgamesh! Yeah? Yeah, I had to study him in world religions, and I don't know what about him. I just loved him. Him and Ganesh, I loved them both. Well, this kind of is like, it's one of the oldest known texts in our world. Yeah. And um, it references zombies, pretty much. Yeah. Ishtar says, quote, I will raise up the dead and they will eat the living. The dead will outnumber the living, end quote. Yep. So, yeah, that sounds like a zombie apocalypse. That's what that is. Unless you went to Catholic school, in which case they say they mean Jesus. The dead will outnumber the living. Jesus is one dude. Jesus rose from the dead, man. 
Jesus is zombie. The dead will live again. This is this is I don't make the rules. Jesus I don't is make zombie. the rules. Fight me on it. I'm not fighting you on it. <laughs> no, I mean the listeners. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I know better than to fight you on it. You'll just sit on me. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um so the word zombie actually means animated corpse and it comes from the Haitian voodoo religion which has roots in West Africa. A zombie, as described by the voodoo religion, is a person who has had their mind controlled by someone else and is working as a slave. And this is clearly not what our modern pop culture zombies are today, but the concept was taken from the voodoo religion. Um, But zombies don't appear in just the voodoo religion. It seems that every single culture around the world has had some version of zombies that they fear. In China, the term is a zhangxi, um, and it's typically depicted as a stiff corpse that moves around by hopping, which I thought was very interesting. Not about Um, it. And with its arms outstretched. And it kills living creatures to absorb their life force, usually at night, and during the day it rests in a coffin or hides in dark places such as caves. So it's like a zombie-vampire combo. I guess, yeah. That would make sense. Um, in Arab folklore, becoming a ghoul is punishment for living an immoral life. In the History Channel doc, they made this kind of character sound like a mermaid because it's often depicted as a woman who would uh, who has led a sinful life, such as being a sex worker. Um, and they die, and they would call out to men that were close and the ghoul would transform into a horrific monster that they really were and attack the man um romero actually refers to his creatures in the night of the living dead as ghouls so he kind of took that from that uh folklore um one of the most fearsome historical depictions of a zombie is from eighth century scandinavia and the north north sorry Norse mythology speaks of a creature called a draugr, which is an undead Viking that was virtually unstoppable until it was lured back into the ground. Which is horrifying. Yeah, I'm not here for that. I think a a regular Viking is terrifying. (laughs) Yes, this is true. Yeah. Large white male, yes. Oh yeah. Um, The closest creature that we have to the modern zombie would be the revenant which is documented by 12th century english cleric named william of newburgh and he's actually referred to as history's first zombie hunter and he wrote quote one would not easily believe that corpses come out of their graves unless there were so many cases supported by ample testimony end quote so he actually believed that zombies exist and this was all the way back in like 12th century britain so there's a lot of history behind that i was gonna say that was a minute ago yeah um some famous movie zombie movies that depict slow zombies are zombie from 1979 i walked with a zombie 1943 dawn of the dead 1978 and of course night of the living dead 1968 so all the early romero movies had slow zombies as well as some of these older ones i think i walked with a zombie is um i think that one's based on 
like a Haitian voodoo zombie, it's either that one or white zombie. I would have to go back and confirm that, but it's one of those. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, you could tell me anything. I'm, I'm just, just teaching like, yep, you. Uh-huh. I'm okay. just teaching you stuff. So now for fast zombies. So fast zombies are usually, but not always, humans that are still technically alive, but have been transformed mentally and physically by a mysterious viral infection. And while they feel no pain and they don't need food, water, or sleep, they inevitably die from thirst or hunger. And they're more durable than an ordinary human because of a constant production of adrenaline. And Okay. Um, <clears throat> I don't like injury, that, but okay. Yeah, terrifying. Um, injury and fatigue are also not really a concern because of a deactivation of pain receptors. They still depend on their organ systems, and they can be killed through blood loss, asphyxiation, or poisoning. Fast zombies are much weaker than slow zombies since... Um, although they feel no pain, only a few bullets would be needed to kill a slow, um, would need to be killed a fast zombie, while slow zombies are invincible until the brain is destroyed. Nah. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. I mean, all of these are, like, not ideal situations. Oh, yeah, no, I completely agree, but at the same time, I, mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway. Um, the appeal of fast zombies may have come from us as a, as a society. So before the internet, which offers infinitely more avenues for independent research to educate ourselves and react accordingly, the idea of a global invasion involving creatures that defied all laws of science was perceived as much scarier. So our smaller range of outlets back then left us dependent on the news presented rather than explored so there were fewer tv channels there was the newspaper and the radio and when these felt unreliable in times of crisis due to conflicting information paranoia could lead to panic fair yeah true yeah so today there are so many books tv shows movies fan groups message boards anything that will literally teach you how to survive a zombie apocalypse I need to get on all of those. Yeah. I would, like, I'm going to talk about it later on, but I would highly recommend The Zombie Survival Guide. It is a fantastic book. <clears throat> I so, just don't want to think about it. It's not that bad. <laughs> it, it's it's very, um, it's very, like, factual. It's like, like there's, he's talking about a zombie apocalypse, but he's talking, like, he's talking about, like, the steps, like, this is real, this is happening, this is what you have to do. Like, it's very practical. I okay. like it. So, fast zombies have become the perfect fodder for horror video games. There are series like Resident Evil, which is actually under the name Biohazard in Japan, for some reason. Um, Call of Duty zombie modes, Left for Dead, Dead Space, Dead Island, and its successor Dying Light, to name a few. Fast zombies are the perfect enemy that requires no motivation other than to kill. So you can kind of throw them into anything. Video games, uh, books, movies, like anything. If you just need a creature to be a villain, zombies are perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So because of the recent influx of fast zombie movies in the past decade or so, the definition of zombie as defined by popular consensus is 
an unintelligent humanoid predator devoid of even the most basic survival skills. So cute. <laughs> yeah. It kind of changed the definition a little bit. Um, but what my one take was, like I said at the beginning of this section, is that a fast zombie doesn't technically have to be what we were always told zombies were. Like, it, a, a fast zombie could be an infected human that is still technically alive. So that's mm. where my... Yeah, that's where the debate kind of ends with me, is that, okay, a fast zombie's not really a zombie. True. Very true. But if you're going by the Haitian voodoo definition of a person that has their mind controlled by something else, then I guess it kind of works. Yeah. Because their their brain has been controlled by this infection, maybe. Yeah. Um... But yeah, another thing is that it's not even necessary for a zombie to desire the consumption of human flesh, a fast zombie. The 28 Days movies and the Spanish film Wreck don't feature actual zombies. They are, like I said, rage-infected humans or infected with a rabies-like virus and are not actually living or reanimated dead. But they're still classified under zombie movies. Okay. It's just something that I have a problem with. Yeah. That. Mm, because okay. the quote-unquote zombies in those movies are not after the heroes in those movies to right. eat them. Right. They're just there to attack. That. Yeah. That doesn't. Okay. Yeah. But you'll <laughs> also you notice. Say. You'll also notice that the movies that I'm talking about that are fast zombie movies have come out in more recent years than the slow zombie movies, like. In the slow zombie movies, I was talking like 1943, 1978, 1968. The fast zombie movies are Zombieland from 2009, mm-hmm. World War Z from didn't 2003. Like. Also didn't like. 28 Days Later, 2002. It's sequel like. 28 Weeks Later in 2007. Also did not like. Uh, Dead Snow in 2009, which is hilarious because it features uh, Nazi zombies. Dead Snow rhymes with hell no. That means I also <laughs> do not like. Uh, the Dawn of the Dead remake from 2004. Do not like also because it's a remake. It was decent. It was, it was fine. Uh, I don't know. I refuse to see any of these. And I know that that's pretty hypocritical. And people are going to say, Caitlin, you can't talk shit about these movies if you haven't seen them. Who's going to stop me? It was kind of bold. I think Zack Snyder might have been the director of it. But, oh, okay. Um, it was a remake of George Romero's Dawn of the Dead. So to take, like, who's the person who's referred to as the grandfather of the modern zombie and change what he created, changing from slow zombies to fast zombies, that's, like, big. Yeah. In the, in the horror community. That's a big step. And then the last one is... An older movie. It's Return of the Living Dead from 1985. I haven't um, heard of it, and I'm thankful. It's pretty good. I liked it. Uh, you even say though it I'm like not I'm huge... going to watch any of these things. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of like the Fast Zombie movies. Like I said, I do love Zombieland, and I can't wait for the sequel. But, um, yeah, I just have that one problem with it, that they're not technically zombies. That's and that's fair, because I mean that's what's the point? Yeah, if you're just gonna lump everything into one thing. But anyway. So would you give them a different name then? 
or would you just get rid of them all together? No, I, I definitely think that they have a place, but I just don't think it should be classified under zombie just because they have like all these cuts and stuff all over them and they're like dripping like blood from their mouth and they're like coming mm. after you with their arms outstretched like sounds like a quentin tarantino movie <laughs> yeah pretty much um so max brooks who like i said author of zombie survival god he has defined slow zombies as slow moving minimally cognitive predators who are technically dead and suffer from natural decay he explains the theory against fast zombies in the Zombie Survival Guide, saying that rotten corpses that haven't eaten or drank water in days would not have the energy to sprint. Which, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Like, biologically, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Um, I, George, I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, George Romero has also spoken semi-passionately against the notion of fast zombies, saying, quote, Partially, it's a matter of taste. I remember Christopher Lee's mummy movies where there was this big lumbering thing walking towards you and you can blow it full mm -hmm. of holes and it would keep coming. Mm -hmm. In the original Halloween, Michael Myers just calmly walked across the lawn or th into the room. To me, that's scarier. The worst. <laughs> yes. The, this, in, in, uh, this thing that is coming at you and you can't figure out how to stop it. Aside from that, I do have rules in my head of what's logical and what's not. End quote. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure he's been asked, like, in every interview that oh, he's done yeah, about his absolutely. movies. He, yeah. he probably has rehearsed this by now. Exactly. Got it um, down to a science. <laughs> so, co-writer and star of zombie comedy Shaun of the Dead, Simon Pegg, also wrote um, a passionate op-ed for The Guardian in 2008 that criticized fast zombie movies for being, quote, bereft of poetic subtlety, end quote. Oh, that's and, so pretty. Um, <laughs> right um, <laughs> speaking out against the proclivity of fast zombies after seeing them in charlie brooker's zombie apocalypse um big brother dramedy dead set peg found fault with the basic logic of the root of fast zombies he said hmm. quote the best phantasmagoria uses reality to render the inconceivable into conceivable the speedy zombie seems implausible to me even with the fantastic realm it inhabits death is a disability, not a superpower. It's hard to run with a cold, let alone the most debilitating malady of them all. The zombie trumps all other monsters by personifying our deepest fear, death. Zombies are our destiny. Slow and steady in their approach, weak, clumsy, often absurd, the zombie relentlessly closes in, unstoppable, intractable. End quote. Dislike. I just think that's so eloquent, what he says, is that... It's beautifully said yes death is a disability not a superpower so if you are dead you're not gonna be sprinting <laughs> at jesus yeah right <laughs> you're not gonna be walking on water <laughs> <laughs> anyway i mean oh we're gonna get so much hate uh, we need to stop i don't hate religion it's just that i, thought you were gonna say, I don't hate jesus <laughs> i don't hate jesus i don't hate religion i'm just not in it <laughs> so come for me please go for Haley. i've been come for <laughs> you want to hurt my feelings saying that i'm uh not religious is like the least thing that could hurt my feelings my feelings can't take much more please leave me alone <laughs> for like one minute that's fine everybody comes for me it's Haley's turn now good do it try me please uh, try her <laughs> 
Don't try me, me anymore. Let me finish my episode. <laughs> so Haley's gonna write me a negative review now. I will. In both of television's biggest zombie shows that are on right now, The Walking Dead and The Fear Fear the Walking Dead, it isn't the zombies who offer the biggest challenges to daily survival. It's the living. If these shows had had used sprinting zombies instead of the slow ones, they'd be telling a completely different story, one that substitutes the shortcomings of humanity for the unstoppable violence of the supernatural. Zombies are scary, but the living is even scarier. And that's what they're trying to get at with The Walking Dead. And I think that's what um, Robert Kirkman was trying to go for. Um, I believe I saw in an interview when he was talking about like how he got the idea to write the comic The Walking Dead, he said, I've been watching all these zombie movies and um, they get away at the end or they, they kill the horde or whatever and then the movie's over. And he was like, yeah. I don't know what happens to these people like as exactly. they're living Your their fucking lives. family is dead. All of the people you know are dead. They're gone. Yeah. They're dead. Yeah. So he are was like, dead? I, I, I want to know like what happens afterward, like three months, six months, two years. Like, what are you doing? Are you like getting up and like going to mow down zombies every day and then coming yeah. home like it's your job like what is the world now yeah um yeah so like that's what his story was honestly i agree like i mean obviously i don't like the whole zombie thing because i'm a big fat puss but it's it's very interesting it's it's similar to the happy happily ever after thing how like people like they live happily ever you don't know what fucking happens after that yeah exactly this yeah. is the same deal except it's just like horrifically ever after yeah and even though like people have a lot to say about like the series if they like it or not and um the comic is really good it's actually over now i haven't actually finished the comic um that's fine but you're allowed yeah. <laughs> i don't know i people get real intense about that and i don't want um i don't want spoilers because i i do plan on finishing it but i have a yeah. lot of shit going down that's um fair. so if you delve deep into romero's original zombie series you'll see that humans were always the real monsters in night of the living dead there was a shocking finale that cement that cemented itself in the film's underlying social commentary about racism Dawn of the Dead, which is set in a mall, offers a satirical takedown on the brain-dead depravity of consumerism. And Day of huh. the Dead explores the dangers of the misuse of military power. So he's telling these zombie stories, but he's kind of, he's kind of using the zombies as a way to talk about bigger things. That's, that's very profound. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you've never seen night of the living dead it's a classic because it came out in 1968 and the main character who is the hero is a black man and within the oh. first i think See, it's within the first like that. yeah i think um in one interview i saw with romero he was talking about how they shot the whole thing they literally put the film into the trunk of his car and they were going to drive it to somewhere that um that they were going to show it to someone to kind of put it out there in the world. And right. they got in the car and they found out that um, Martin Luther King had been shot. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I've the got film, chills. Yeah. So the film became a huge deal 
once that had happened because um they said like they didn't really think about it while they were while they were filming it and i'm not reading any quotes i'm just going from memory of what i remember him talking about so don't quote me on any of this yeah but he said that they didn't they didn't think about what it was going to be while they were doing it they just kind of cast the best person that yeah. they could find and which is how it fucking should yeah. be yeah the man who played the main character and i'm 100 percent blanking on his name uh he's fantastic but the man who plays the main character in night of the living dead was a friend of theirs and just happened to be the best actor of the group of them so he, and that's that he was the lead how it fucking should be yeah but within the first 25 minutes i think of the movie he slaps a white woman dwayne jones dwayne, dwayne jones, jones that was slaps him. a white woman yes he's Honestly, fantastic Kara deserved it she had it coming barbara is the character's name still a white woman yeah still still that's a that's she's still gonna talk to a manager with that name yeah so yeah it, it was a big deal and then in dawn of the dead like i said set in the mall there's a scene where the characters are looking over the top like railing of the mall into all the the zombies that are walking around and it literally looks like any mall you've ever been to like so, people just kind of lumbering around to the stores and like it the really more you say it yeah it's black friday yeah it really shines oh, a light on like fuck we should have done this consumerism we should have done this for our actual halloween episode because that's closest to black friday <laughs> yeah okay fuck me all right that's fine black friday's the spookiest holiday of them all it is these people are <laughs> fucking zombies except instead of brains they want tvs yeah hey don't knock that i got my tv on black friday i got a very oh, good deal I got on fucking it. everything on black friday i'm getting <laughs> i i said to you the other day everybody's getting their christmas presents on black friday and my mother get, better get fucking ready for all the packages that are about to be sent to her house perfect because i'm sure as fuck not flying out with all of them no anyway so to get to the point pretty much um these movies didn't need sprinting zombies because their core message isn't fixated on the monster but on the people these movies offer a reflection of us at our absolute worst slow stupid driven by primal urges and it's not graceful or pretty but it's undoubtedly human for me me personally i think zombie in the classic sense is slow that zombies are fun in horror movies and games but I just don't think you can really call them zombies. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I mean, you can go on any like horror, like subreddit or, or fan message boards or whatever you want to do. And you will see a million different debates on fast zombies and slow zombies. So this is just my one take. I pulled a bunch of information from different places, just trying to like paint the light on each one separately. But, but what Haley's saying is she's an expert. She's no, She knows more than all of you. And you better untrue. just get to stepping. <laughs> nope, I heard it. You all heard it too. They'll back me up on this. Anyway, the pop culture <laughs> section. I've quoted it many times throughout this episode, but the Zombie Survival Guide, Complete Protection from the Living Dead by Max Brooks. Fantastic book. If you are interested in anything that I have talked about, you need to read it. It has a 3.6 out of 5 with almost 100,000 ratings on Goodreads. Wow. It's very good. Yes. That's wild. That's it's a not good that read. Long. Yes. It's not that long. It's a fun read. If you're interested, do it. World I'm War intrigued. Z, I kind of felt at some points dragged. 
and the movie was kind of garbage. So I, what? I won't. Brad Pitt garbage? Never. Yeah. I won't recommend those. I, if you're scraping the bottom of the barrel of stuff and you just can't find anything to watch or read, sure. But they're making I just was a sequel, not very though. interested. Of World War Z? Yeah, they're making a sequel. Ugh. Or they may they may have actually because it was in the news within the past like six months they may have actually shut production down on the sequel but there was a sequel at one point in production. Interesting. Because I was like, why? Yeah. Because <laughs> in my I don't think it commercially did well enough to warrant a sequel, right? No, I don't think so because I think people saw it and were like, "What is this garbage?" I mean, yeah, that's basically. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, it was anyway. canceled. They canceled it earlier this year, back in February. Oh, okay. Very interesting. Honestly, good call, Paramount. Yeah, why not? Um, that was fucking smart. <laughs> so, whether you prefer fast or slow zombies, all genre fans can enjoy the activities of Zombie Awareness Month, which is a thing. Um, it's a group of people dedicated to the scientific, historic, and cultural study of living dead called the Zombie Research Society. It was founded in 2007, and they say that their main objective of Zombie Awareness Month is to educate people about the causes, prevention, and preparation for the supposed future zombie pandemic. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, the month of May was chosen because a number of notable zombie films are set in May, such as the classic night of the living dead and despite cultural trends zombies are not related to the pagan based traditions of halloween involving witches and ghouls and vampires um which is why zombie awareness month does not take place in october which yeah that makes sense okay yeah Um, however in 2012 the u.s center for disease control promoted a zombie awareness month in october The Zombie Research Society has since added a number of experts, artists, and authors to their official advisory board who specialize in zombie culture. And they recognize that zombies can reflect society's fears of terrorism, biological infection, and societal collapse. In fact, many Zombie Awareness Month activities can help people process these feelings and alleviate the fear um, that they may have. In addition to the process. Right? So much for like a. pretty much like a, a pop culture type yeah this month it's it's interesting how like that evolved yeah and in addition to the process of prepping for the zombie apocalypse by gathering supplies non-perishable foods firearms ammo and water um this these things can actually help people prep for any type of real world disaster hmm. <coughs> which sure i mean everyone should be a little prepared right yeah, I mean, I just bought a case of 40 waters at Costco, and I mean, it could be for zombie preparedness and definitely not because I want to get the most out of that fucking card that I just paid $60 for. Sure. Yeah. And the last bit of information that I have that I didn't know where to put in the episode, I just thought it was really, really interesting, um, because I had referenced that zombies are kind of the personification of death and people's fear of death. More than half of all zombie movies that have ever come out um, were made after 9-11. So it's, it was made at a time where more people were afraid of a big event happening. Yeah, something, death, something yeah. disastrous. Yeah. So I just thought that was a really interesting fact, and I, I wanted to mention yeah. it. I just didn't know 
where in the episode to do it. So I will do it at the very end. You know what? I'm happy wherever you put it. Thanks. You're welcome. I support you. Yee! Anyway. We're disgusting. <laughs> I hope you like my zombie episode, Miss Lynch, if you're listening. I liked my hey. A on that, that, that uh, comparison essay I wrote. I wish I could have found it and posted it. I might have to check my parents' house to see if it's in a box somewhere because my mom is one of those crazy people that save everything I'm one of those crazy people. Um, yeah, so we're nearing the end of Spooktober. We're like halfway there. So yeah, start sharing your um, costume ideas. Your pet's yes. costume ideas. Pet costumes over everything. Child's costumes. I love like a little baby that's like dressed as like a little pile of spaghetti. Um, I saw that one <laughs> recently that I just loved. Oh, okay. I texted Haley the other day if anybody wants to steal this idea. And when she has a daughter, I'm flying out and making Elisa fly out with me. Elisa doesn't know this yet, by the way. Um, but we're both flying out and we're going to go as the Sanderson sisters and then little girl is going to be Danny and Elliot's going to be Billy. Perfect. I've already planned this out. It's like 200 years in advance, but I've already planned it out. And, and then if she has a boy, then. it's going to be. Th- no, because if you have a boy, the boy has to be Binks. Oh, that's true. Has to be Binks. All right. Who else is he going to be? The fucking brother? He sucks. He only cares about Yavos. Yavos. Yep. That's my favorite. Of my favorite quotes from that movie michael says it often it it bothers me <laughs> perfect <sighs> anyway. so we're not going to talk about edgar Allan poe and zombies is what i'm gathering what do you know about edgar Allan poe and zombies he's possibly one of the originators of zombies i mean i guess technically if we want to get really into it mary shelley could also be considered the founder of zombies because frankenstein wasn't exactly frankenstein's Frankenstein's monster monster. fuck me i never do that either i'm one of those people that corrects people fuck me it's too late um i say as it's like way past your bedtime um but no how she did with the monster but edgar Allan poe had a short story called fall of the house of usher oh i love fall of the house of usher Right, but the sister fucking dies, and they bury her in a crypt, and then she comes out of the crypt, reanimated, and attacks the brother. Yeah. That sounds fucking zombie-like to me. That's, that's zombie-like, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I fucking love Poe. Gone too soon. Pour one yeah. out for Poe. R.I.P. 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 Never more. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> you can go to the website. It's crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com. All of the links to our social media are there. We have Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We also have a Patreon that you can come and donate to. Yeah. You can donate as little as a dollar, as True. much as whatever you want. We sh- I feel like we should put a cap on it. Maybe like... No, give me all your money. No, like, how much does Jeff Bezos make? Like, we should cap it at that. Sure. Like, one dollar more than Jeff Bezos makes, just, yep. so, just so we can make more than Jeff Bezos. We could say that. Yes, I like it. I like it. Anywho. Um, yeah, join the Patreon. Link is on the website. If you can't find the link, you can message us on any of our social media, and we will personally 
send you the link personally um, i like that every single one of the pin promotions have gone out if you have not received it yet please let me know um I have sent out every single one. Everyone should have gotten it if they submitted their review. So um, if anyone doesn't know or didn't listen at that point, we did a promotion for the month of September that if you left us a review, we would send you a pin. So we still have a bunch of pins. So um, I don't know. We'll eventually start selling those or we'll dole them out. Yeah. Fucking knows. If you want to message us for a pin, um, we'll see what we're going to trade you for. Yeah. Tradesies. That one soul me. for Speaking one of, pin. You're firstborn. No, I don't want that. You can give the firstborns <laughs> to Haley. You can give all those to Haley. I'll take like I your only firstborn want the secondborns. I don't. Well, you get to keep your firstborn. Everybody yep. gets one child. Uh, God, I want to die. Um, <laughs> one more thing. If you guys want to give Haley an A just like her high school teacher gave her an A. Yeah. You can go on to Apple Podcasts and give Haley an A. Yep. I feel like she's deserving of an A even though she left out Poe. But... Sorry. You I'll threw still... it in the ends. Look, you contributed to my episode. What do you mean? Look, You say that like it's a new thing. Whoa. We're co-hosts. Alright. All We're in right. a fight. We are in a fight. We're signing anyway. off. Haley and I are in a fight. We may be back next week. We may not. I have a really good episode for next week. (laughs) You bitch. Oh, now we are in a fight. (laughs) Yeah, now we are. Anyway, we will see you next Tuesday. Yes. I've waited so long. I finally got you to say it. Oh, thank God. All right. I've been uncomfortable. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye.